Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. Now, fuck him. Fuck this. Because I'm from New York City, goddammit. Nobody take no cornbread from me. That goes for you and any other you motherfucking farmers wanna try some shit. You fuck around with me, it's gonna be consequences and repercussions. good what's good i'm your boy trey frazier i got my brother maestro styles here with me yes sir what up what up folks welcome to another episode of the barbershop sports talk podcast a uh, special shout out to all of our facebook live viewers youtube live viewers and our twitter live viewers make sure y'all continue to follow us on those platforms and also uh don't forget to follow us on instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, my brother Maestro, what's good, man? What's, what's good, man? Cool and cool, man. Uh, just an, another rainy day. Well, not another because it wasn't raining. It wouldn't have been raining too bad, but it's rainy as hell out here. I'm sure you know out your way it's raining. It's like hell too. Um, you know, but yeah. we here. We we got we got a lot to talk about this week. Everything, yeah, everything we are here. Oh. Let me rewind. Yesterday was my daughter's birthday. Let me say happy birthday to my, my happy baby birthday. Maya, 12th Kamaya. birthday. Yeah. Yes, yes, I didn't forget yes. that. I, I didn't forget yeah. that. I, was, I, I One of my things today was to make sure I gave your daughter a happy birthday shout out. So yep, yep. Say happy, happy birthday, birthday to you, Kamaya. And if I'm not mistaken, um, next year, she's going to be a teenager, right? Yeah. 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 Another, another set of problems, but. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, but she down, she down, uh, she down south with her with some family right now. So, um, mm-hmm. if she's ever uh, looking around on YouTube, because uh, they do that sometimes, they like they they look they've looked up all my old music videos and stuff from ten years ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> if she if she stands around for about five minutes, happy birthday, and I love you. Mm-hmm. And that's it is what it is. Yeah, shout out to you, Kamaya. Man, I ain't gonna front, bruh. Um, you, you sent me the invite to the pool party the the day the day before. I was like, yo, I am so beat with all the traveling that we did. Like we like this past weekend was our first weekend home in a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a, a, as badly as I wanted to come through for baby girl, I I, I couldn't, bruh. I <laughs> well, I tell I, you, I, man, I had to get the rest in, man. We we, it, it you know it it was cool. It was cool. That's 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 what I'll say. It was cool. We she mm-hmm. she's happy. Yep. Um, that's what's most my important. My pockets, my pockets don't hurt as bad as they as I thought they would. So you know, <laughs> so that's always a plus. Yeah. So praise praises and glory be to, to the Most High, be to God. Mm-hmm. There was another birthday. 
this past week, one of our faithful listeners, Bella, had a birthday last week. So I do want to wish her a happy birthday also. Absolutely. Absolutely. Happy birthday. No doubt. No doubt. Um, Yeah, I, I feel like this is like the women's episode tonight. Like, every, you know, everybody's got birthdays, accomplishments. And um, I can't wait to have on this guest who be on with us probably about the next five, 10 minutes. Um, she goes by the name of Rita Hubbard, a.k.a. they call her the NFL chick in Baltimore circles. Uh, Ravens fan, um, 105.7 a fan on the weekend. She does a show every Sunday afternoon on the fan here. Um, so I'm really excited that, you know, she agreed to come on and, you know, kick it with us for, you know, for a few minutes and all that. So, uh, um, I already knew what you was going to do. So you already knew what I was going to do. I, so. I, I, you know, the deal, man, you know, you got arm up, strap up. Hey, <laughs> I'm saying, hey, hey. and I found I a Marquis Pouncy. I found a Marquis Pouncy joint, you know, from the 80 year anniversary joint. I mm. found one of those, uh, today, man. So, uh, I probably come with that uh, if it get here by next week. I, I probably come with the. Marcus I was just Council about to ask you. You ordered it already, I assume. Yeah, yeah, I, and it was dirt cheap too. Mm. So yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, you know, do what you got to do, man. I'm gonna do what I got to do on this side, bro. Um, speaking of women, let's continue the trend here. Um, let's pay homage and respects and give this you know, tremendous athletes, some flowers. Uh, Serena Williams is electing to walk away from tennis after, I guess, the U.S. Open um, Mm -hmm. later this month. So, um, and I I think she termed it as she's evolving away from tennis. I think that's how she kind of phrased it. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, congrats to the great Serena Williams on all the accomplishments, the grand slams, the titles, um, all that good stuff, man. Um, I'll say this about Serena, and people say this about Tiger when it comes to golf and how Tiger moves the needle in golf. Serena Williams moves that needle for tennis. I mean, shit, not just tennis, but culture, period, black culture, period. I mean, mm-hmm. hell, not just black culture, uh, culture, period. Serena Williams was or was the biggest thing in ten, not only in tennis, but like so big in tennis that it spilled over to hip hop. Um, you know, uh, you know, not to be too object, you know, with the ob- objectivity, you know, objectifying. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. Not with to be objectifying it this early in the podcast, but I mean, we know. Serena was known for the best ass in the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, outside of her being a top five athlete, period. Not just in tennis, but period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I think she was like the like this uh like top 30 or 40 highest earner in like some sports for bliss recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like like legit the GOAT. I like for me. And I think for anybody and I err, um, with respect to Sampras and, and and even further down, Arthur Ashe and all the legends that's done it, uh, Federer. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, tennis begins and ends with Serena Williams. And that's just period. That's just what it is. I mean, her, her sister as well, but specifically, 
Um, Serena Williams, to me, uh, is the epitome of tennis, period. Um, when I think tennis, I think Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, that, and, that's the, and that's the first thought. Mm-hmm. So um, for certain respect to the queen, to the legend, to the GOAT, the, uh, the, in my book, the best to ever do it in tennis, um, period. Period. Yeah. Um, and she paved the way for some up and coming um, tennis players. You know, Naomi Osaka comes to mind. Um, Coco Goff comes to mind. You know what I mean? Like she is really paving that path for these up and coming young greats that's, you know, about to take over this and hopefully take over this game. Um, you know, Naomi is, you know, I think she's great already. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens. We'll, we'll see what happens definitely. in regards to how tennis moves forward. Um, well, tennis is going to take a lo- it, 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 This is a loss. I mean, there's no other oh, way to yeah. it. And that's there's why no I said that she moves it. the needle for that. Yeah, this is a this is a loss to tennis. Um, and, and obviously she can't play forever. But mm-hmm. this is but this is going to be a loss to tennis. This is going to be a loss in um, the casual fan that watches it for Serena Williams. That's the you know, that's a, a high percentage of people, I like to think. And I think that now mm-hmm. with uh, I mean, shit, I would think that the U.S. Open is going to get more uh, more, you know, with this being her farewell tour. She, yep. The view. Oh, the ratings the are gonna go going to go. The is like definitely going bananas. up. Yeah, yeah. it's going up. Yeah. So, I mean, with that. Yeah, this is going to be a loss. This is definitely going to be a loss. But, uh, you know. All good things come to an end at some point. Yep, things don't long, you know, things don't last forever. So, um, you know, tennis they'll find its way. Yep, yep. Congrats good luck to on, Serena on, on whatever her next moves are, because you know she got them. She got a she got a rack got a rack of money. You know, little yep. baby. You know, married all that. You know, she got stuff coming. Got you know stuff coming. I'm, I'm sure. I doubt she's just gonna sit in the house and you know. Nah. Chill. Nah. She, I, she is going to be in some form of entertainment, like talking movies, you know, TV, you know, you're thinking fashion. Yeah. I'm thinking, I mean, just speculating. I'm thinking fashion. I mean, she, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that was all, that's always been her bag. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. That's true. You're right about it. You know, I, I think about the movie also, which I didn't see, by the way, um, the, the, did you see that movie? No. The Will Smith joint? The Will Smith joint. Yeah. I, I I think about that movie. I'm just also. not a movie dude. Like I, I one day one day I told my you're not a movie remember, dude. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like like I, I I watch the movies that I watch. Okay, the things that interest, but I but I don't really step outside of that realm too often. It's not really you know I'm not really I, I'm barely a TV dude. So mm-hmm. um you know what I'm saying. So but I remember that day like that weekend it came out. And I'm like oh yeah let me let me hit play on this and someone was like nah just watch Martin. Like and I just never went back to just it. watch Martin. You t- <laughs> yeah. and I was still thoroughly enjoyed, thoroughly entertained because I fucking you know you know me I, I fucking love watching Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the greatest, if not top three black oh, sitcom top, all time. I, I don't know. I don't know who. I mean, obviously, it's an opinion. It's top two, and it's not number two. Why don't you just why don't you just say it's the best? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just go on and say it's the now. best. That's what Bama best black sitcom all time. That's what Bama say now, Trey. I, 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 I mean, it. And, and damn, and damn, best black sitcom, best sitcom. Period. Okay, 
it's it's subjective, but I, I feel sure, you. it's everybody's opinion. But I, I I stand by what I said, and ain't nothing that nobody gonna ever say to me that's gonna change that opinion. A classic, a classic, all around, yeah. all around classic. No, no, no question about that. But, man. but with that being, but for certain, um, getting back on on point, definitely, uh, congratulations to Serena Williams, man. Um, you know, well deserved, and, and and like you said, good luck with everything that's coming in the future. We we know we know she great, and yep. why why expect anything less in her next endeavors? Yep, exactly, exactly. Um, this is off sports for me, but. This is something that broke earlier today. So I do want to give this young lady her flowers also. Uh, congrats to Angela Yee on getting this new nationally syndicated radio show. I think it's going to be iHeartRadio, uh, TuneIn app, some, you know, somewhere along those lines. Um, she's leaving the Breakfast Club, um, not immediately, but she said she has like another month or two to go before they decide on what direction they want to start her show. And so um, it's funny. She tweeted last night and said that, Hey, the breakfast club is officially over and people was kind of, you know, reacting to that and trying to figure out, yo, what's going on? Like, is the breakfast club really over? And this morning on the show, uh, Charlemagne kind of gave her the floor and she basically said, look, I got two nationally syndicated shows coming up. Uh, she's going to continue to do her lip service podcast, which is still one of the dopest podcasts out there. And uh, she, you know, she's doing, you know, big and better things. She's moving on. And so, you know, I just want to give her a shout out and uh, congrats to Angela Yee on that accomplishment. For sure. For sure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we Timing finally got fire. our special guest. What's what's that? I said our timing is fire. Oh, yeah, it really is. It really is. Uh, so we got our special guest here in the building. Uh, she goes by the name Rita Hubbard. She's a Baltimore radio personality on 105.7 A Fan. You can hear her on the weekends. Also, she's got a podcast called The Gridiron Gals, and she also just debuted a brand new podcast this week called Winning Drive, uh, which is basically a Ravens podcast. She's a Ravens fan, yeah. uh, covers the team, and so um, we want to welcome uh, Rita Hubbard, a.k.a. the NFL chick. Uh, Rita, thank you so much for coming in and, uh, you know, blessing the show. How you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Oh, we doing Ooh, great. Cool. We doing great. Good. I'm tripping because my my whole government name popped up. I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I saw it too. I, I, I wasn't gonna say nothing. I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> What's going on here? But yeah, it's fine. How's everybody doing? Good, everybody's good, blessed. Good. Everybody's blessed. Um, let me start here. Um, the NFL chick. I want to know who coined that phrase for you. And like, how did how did that come about? I coined, I coined it myself. Um, and really, it came from um, back in the day. Fox Sports used to have a blog community. Um, and, you know, I just created a name. I knew I wanted to talk about football. And so um, I didn't want to just talk about Ravens. I wanted to talk about the whole league. And so I just came up with the name, you know, the NFL chick. That was my Fox Sports name. And then eventually, you know, I, got, I had my own website and um, just c- 
carried the the name over to there. And when I was just trying to promote it, um, when Twitter first started really, really popping in like 2009, I made the name, you know, to go with my website. And um, yeah, it just stuck. So that's really how it started. It started from a blog name and it just went from there. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, you also I I saw an old clip of you on Twitter somewhere. You used to do a show down in D.C. on News Channel 8. I think it was like the sports drive. Like you used to come on like late at nights, like 10, 11 o'clock at night. So I was a guest. I've been a guest on there numerous times. Yes, it was. I think it was the DC eight. And it's funny because we always mm-hmm. laugh about this, but Monica McNutt ESPN zone was the, the producer at the time. So she used to book me to come on <laughs> to their show. So it's funny to see how she's propelled herself to be this great, you know, analyst, uh, NBA analyst for ESPN. And like, literally she was like booking me at one point in time. Mm-hmm. I'm, pr- I'm super proud of her, by the way. But yeah, sure. I, I would come on, not regularly, but I would come, they would have me on pretty regularly, which was very weird because it's a DC market. I'm, you know, talking Ravens for the most part, although I can talk about anything league related, but for the most part, you know, I was talking Ravens. So yeah, well, it, it was, it was weird, but it was cool. So yeah, I did that like some years ago and um, I'm, I'm really thankful for that opportunity. For sure. Um, tell me about uh, your love for football. Where did it start? Um, you know, and you know, let's build it up to where you at now. So my, my, I come from a family of sports, um, people. My dad played football. Um, my dad played, he was, he was, uh, all state in Maryland, um, as a kid in high school, went to Kansas state back in the day, that was the big eight. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, um, even, um, had an invitation from Hank Stram to, um, try to join the chiefs practice squad back in the day. So football is very ingrained in me because my dad was very good at, he was very good at baseball. He was very good at football. So I love baseball. I love football. And that's largely to do with my father, my uncle, his brother was um, very good uh, baseball player as well. And so I just grew up in a household where, you know, we, we watched Orioles games all the time, you know, the Colts moved, I was four years old. So I don't remember that, but, and, and, and Mm -hmm. we didn't really have sports, you know, I mean, in terms of football, we didn't have that. So um, I really, you know, started watching football a little bit when I started watching Packers games, it's kind of weird because Brett Favre is kind of how I started really getting to the to into the game of football and then when the Ravens came in 96 you know my dad was like yeah I was a Philly um supporter he was never a fan Mm -hmm. but he Mm -hmm. you know he was a Philly supporter and then he knew I liked Brett Favre and he was like yeah all that's over now we're not doing that we only going to root for the Ravens (laughs) and that's just kind of how that went so been here since September 1996 is it true that uh, when the Colts left that they tried to force like teams like the Eagles and the Redskins down your throats, like for y'all to like start to be like fans of those two teams because of the proximity? Yeah. So, you know, um, Paul Tagliabue in this in Baltimore is very well known that we do not like Paul Tagliabue for the reason that um 
he and Jack Kent Cook tried to, you know, come up with this plan to keep a team out of Baltimore. I've heard that. And, mm-hmm. and so, like, even Tagliabue, when they tried to do the expansion, you know, back in the day, he said he said Baltimore can use that money for another museum. And so we hate Paul Tagliabue in this town. And so um, <laughs> you get a lot of Steelers fans here because obviously that game, those games were played here from an AFC perspective. Ironically, the Miami Dolphins is another fan base that you'll find sprinkled around here because the Dolphins and the Steelers were the AFC teams that were played a lot when the Colts left. And then, um, oh boy, and that's, boy, put that ugly tail down. Thank you. Thank you. And then the Washington, and then obviously, you know, the Redskins were the team. And I just, like I said, Paul Tagliabue tried to force Baltimore people to root for Washington. So, yeah, that's kind of how that went. (laughs) Yeah, so now now I'm going to... I'm 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 gonna shift gears now because now as you can see my co-host has got I all his... with that ugly jersey he had on, but you know I, was I mean I had to, I gotta get it right I gotta get it right he, for y'all. So y'all he know had to, he had right to arm right up and strap up because <laughs> he know what it is <laughs> you know what it is but let 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 let's let's shift gears to the Ravens now and I, I want to talk Lamar Jackson for a minute here because. I've heard some opinions from you in regards to him not having an agent, uh, the contract situation, and 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 me personally, I'm okay with it. Like I'm okay with him not having an agent. Um, and here's the reason why: um, his mother, I know, kind of represents him in certain things, and I look at it from the standpoint of if you don't have an agent, somebody in the family represents you. I mean, that's money that's still in the player's pocket. That's money that's still, you know, keeping within the family uh, versus going to another entity. So I'm, I'm just curious to get your opinion on what you think about that aspect of it. Yeah, I'm against it. Um, everybody has a job and people are qualified to do certain jobs and agents are qualified to do certain things. And, and what you say is valid. I don't disagree with that. Um, and this is no disrespect to Lamar Jackson's mother by any means. Let me be clear on that. I don't want to be, I don't, what I'm saying is not to be disrespectful, but um, unless she has some qualifications in terms of, um, you know, structuring contracts. And it's not just that it's endorsements as well. Lamar Jackson yep. was as polarizing as he is should have way more endorsements than Oakley. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, it's a sad day when I see a guy like Ryan Mountcastle, the Orioles player, which many people, if he walked down the street right now, if he walked down Pratt street right now, no one would know who Ryan I don't know who he is. has <laughs> more he commercials is, so than Lamar Jackson, who can't go anywhere in this town without people recognizing him. And that is because the people that is in his corner are not qualified because they 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 don't they don't know how to do the business. And that's OK. Right. Everybody yep. can do everything. But that's why you hire somebody. And I think that, that I think we think that agents just do the contract. They do much more. They do more. Mm-hmm. They do way more. And if she if she was in that realm, I would have no problem with it. If this was like, you know, she had some type of background in marketing or, you know, at least. Right. Because you can absolutely get a third party attorney read over the terms and and sign the deal. That's fine. But again, agents do way more than just get guys to sign contracts for their teams. And there's a negotiating factor that's a part of the qualifications that mm-hmm. 
she clearly doesn't have. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I just want us to be okay with people having a place. I want us to be okay with agents. It's okay to have an agent because they are qualified to do the jobs that they do. Lamar Jackson should have way more endorsements. And I talk about this regularly. This is Mm -hmm. on the, the money that he's going to get when he finally gets a deal, whether it's in Baltimore or somewhere else. It's about everything else. He should be on every billboard in his town. He should be on every other commercial. I don't care if he says a word. Just his presence alone should be on TV. And yet we don't get that from him. And it has a lot to do with the the lack of experience in his camp. And that's why I want him to have an agent. Yeah, you make a yeah, good I like point. Your point. Way better. I like your point I, way better, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> he's no, just he's no, just he's just saying that to no, get no, under listen. my skin. <laughs> Look, listen, Rob Gronkowski doesn't even use his salary. He has told us that yeah. the money that he lives off of is his endorsement money. The money mm-hmm. that he makes from the league, he puts that away for, you know, investments, family or whatever. Lamar should be in the same predicament simply because of who he is. He is and that's yeah. the part that bothers me. He should be making so much more money. He literally trends every other day. Capitalize yeah. off of mm-hmm. that. Find a way to get some money off of that. And that's mm-hmm. the problem that I have. Yeah, do you they think hate that, do you do you think that the the lack of marketing, the lack of um, how how do you think that has something to do with where they rank Lamar as uh, as far as his play on the field? Because no. uh, this is a constant conversation that me and Trey have where we say, um, you know, Lamar Jackson is a top 10 quarterback. He should be in that conversation. And, and, and for some people, a top five um, people, he feel like he should be a top five quarterback. And he's consistently left out of these arguments. And and, and as a Steelers fan, I'll be objective for about another week or two. Um, <laughs> but he's constantly in that conversation about, oh, I'm sorry, constantly being left out of the conversation. When we talk about, you know, you talk about Mahomes, you talk about Herbert, and, and, and it, it seems like Lamar Jackson is always on that back burner of that conversation. You don't feel like uh, how how he's being seen or how he's not being seen in the world has something to do with that conversation? Well, from a marketing perspective, because you started with him saying about his, his marketing value. No, because Baker Mayfield was on every progressive commercial I can think of. Do you consider Baker Mayfield a top 10 quarterback? Hell no. I, I don't, but I do think I do think early in his career, people was trying, was trying to lean him there. But he was never that guy, yeah. I, I, except for last year, 2020. 2020, 2020 yeah. he really didn't live up to any expectation and and i don't some of it was no fault to his own and then some of it was right yeah but i'm just making the point like ultimately nobody said baker mayfield at this moment in his career is top 10 quarterback right, right. and i'm gonna tell you something else too i'm gonna give you a little bit of tea too in terms of that whole top 10 list sometimes you know why that's driven agents now i don't care mm-hmm. about that stuff i don't because it's all for engagement right yep. But stuff, look, people get people pay for those to be for their names to be put on the list. Dak yep. Prescott, love Dak Prescott. I love Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott should not be on the list. And that's just Ooh. where I stand. Top right. 10? Not top 10? No, I, he's right outside. Don't get me wrong. I, I, this is no disrespect okay. to Dak. Sure. But, or if you want to put Dak over Justin Herbert, that's fine too. I don't have a problem with that. But right. I'm making the point that, that Dak Prescott is not better than Lamar Jackson. That's what I'm saying. So, okay. I think that Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. 
I'm yeah. not denying that. Yeah. He's, he's good. Like, yeah. Yes. Do I think yeah. he's in the upper echelon? Yes. Do I think he's in the mm-hmm. top 10? No. But you know what? We don't know who his agent, we don't know what his agent said and what the relationships that he has with ESPN to put up that man on his list. And sometimes it is very political that way. It does mm-hmm. work yeah. that way. And so that's another reason. I, I don't care about that, but for the people that do care, sometimes it's because the agent put your guy, your your guy or your nemesis on a list that, that they are interesting. On. <laughs> that's a good point. And, and when you play for the Cowboys, well, you, you might not yeah, need an agent because yeah. the Cowboys always get burned. Cowboys so. and the Cowboys, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how do you think his mother or whoever's representing him, his family representing him, do you how much do you think that's going to affect his eventual contract? And then you also said to add the, the kind of two-party, but I noticed that you said it with another team. What's the probability you think he doesn't sign with the Ravens? I don't think that that's a high probability. I, I just made the point because as of right now, it, he's not signed. So I, I have yeah. to speak, you know, objectively in that regard. Right. Mm. Um, okay. I don't, I don't think that it'll be an issue again. I'm sure that the deal will get done. So what, so everybody, what everybody is going to do is, is celebrate it. Like, see, he did it without an agent. That's, Lamar is his it sets his own market at this point. It mm-hmm. really what his mother is doing is easy. The hard part is getting him getting him extra money that he absolutely deserves. And because that's not their background, they they're mm-hmm. not doing that for him. So th- she's gonna look at some point. Let's say for instance the Ravens don't sign him, right? And let's say he goes to Miami. There's no way that the Dolphins are going to be like, we can't sign you because you don't have an agent, right? They don't care. Yeah. People, somebody does not care about any of that stuff. Right. And they're going to sign him. And that's that's the bottom line. The problem therein lies is that there's so many other intricate things that they may not be good at or have anyone that is well-versed in, in their corner because this is his fifth year. And I feel like I should be seeing him a whole lot more. Uh, a unanimous MVP should be um, way more visible than, yeah. than, than he is mm-hmm. now. So that's the part that I think is the part we're, we're not talking about, but I don't think that it's going to be an issue in terms of like him getting a deal and his mom being in his corner. I don't, I don't see that at all. Yeah. You make a good point earlier when you were talking about, he should be on more billboards. Cause when I ride around town, sometimes on a daily basis, it's like, damn, like, I don't see Lamar on these billboards. You I come down. Justin Tucker on the Rofo and, you know. Right, right. <laughs> Justin Tucker getting endorsement deals with, exactly. you know, and all that stuff. So, yeah, you, you make a good point. He should be more noticeable around town. And we don't see enough of that. Big part mm. of that is because the representation that he has is not experienced enough to do that. And I am not saying this as a, as a term of disrespect. I'm just saying it as a term of reality. And that's just what it is. Yeah, so. yeah I, I agree. Mm-hmm. If, if I was, if I was, if I wasn't a football fan, um, it sounds like y'all saying if I wasn't a football fan and I rode around Baltimore, I would think that Justin Tucker was the biggest player, the, uh, the Might best be. player on the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Might be. I mean, does he is, is he a huge fan favorite? Sure. Yeah, sure. Definitely. Jackson? No. Right. So that's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that there's a whole lot of money out here being lost or being missed because um, you don't have an agent. Yeah. And, and another team wouldn't care like you said that if he had an agent or not because what do owners do they want to try to pay you the least amount of money possible right so for a player like Lamar to not have an agent and for another team to approach him that's sort of in the leverage of the of the team right because of the lack of representation right I agree I mean so 
I just wish this whole thing is hurry up is done because uh, <laughs> look, we're talking about it. It's a distraction at this point. You know, you really want to try to move on and worry about the season, but then we're going to have to talk in the entire season if, if they don't get this done. So it's just an ongoing conversation that feels very redundant, uh, particularly if we don't, since we have no idea what his side is saying because he's not mm-hmm. represented. So they're not giving little right. to the media to tell us what's going on. So, right, right. And the media is kind of pissed off about it. I, I get the sense that um, teams, media, and other outlets are kind of chomping at the bit. And I, I honestly think this is part of why he gets so much hate and why he's left off of a lot of top 10 lists is because Lamar is sort of mm-hmm. doing it his way. And it's a way that could also potentially be sort of setting a precedent for other quarterbacks to come in the league and say, hey, yo, Lamar did it without an agent. You know what? I might be able to, you know, do the same thing and, you know, move the way I want to move. And so I think the league is scared of that. It's very it's very possible. But I, but like I, it's very possible. But um, I like to put this I like to put this precedent here. Um I could cut my own grass. But why would I do that? Why would I do that? I, I, I would much <laughs> rather pay for the convenience of getting someone else to do it's too damn hot, Rita. <laughs> I'm I would much rather pay somebody else to do the my dirty work for me. So yes, you're right. It could set a precedent. However, let's not act like agents are going to be extinct. There's a lot right. of people out here that don't want to do the work that also understands that agents do more than just negotiate contracts mm-hmm. and they're going to want their services. So, yes, it's 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 a double edged sword. But I, I just I don't see like it's going to be a serious problem. People are still going to pay yeah. for convenience no matter yeah. what. Absolutely. So, Every day of the week. Yep. So let's get into the Ravens season since we got to talk about this. Uh, give me some projections. Tell me what you think. You? Uh, it hurts them. It hurts them in the soul. No, I'm, I'm going to be professional. <laughs> look, look. I'm going to be professional as long as Trey understands that when the Steelers guest comes on in a couple of weeks. He got he's to be good. You're right. I got to I, I gotta strap up, too. I, I got to strap yeah. up, too. So, so yeah. Uh, so unless you, know what, so unless you say something I flagrantly disagree with. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you rock. I, listen, and two, also, right? Like I I feel like all right, yes, we're rivals. That's fine, but it's a very respected rivalry. I feel like now we're at the point where we're ganging up on the Bengals because now we just both like we hate y'all. Y'all annoying as hell. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So yeah. it's yeah. it's more like a respectable um, rivalry as opposed to like we just over here looking at these fools because now because they didn't they lost to a Super Bowl they think they doing something and we all just yeah I just got finished watching uh pivot pivot podcast today and these receivers think like they like 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 they hot shit now like they supposed to right yeah sure they gotta think that they gotta think that they don't and it was in the Super Bowl so they could talk trash just know just know that we coming for that ass, Bengals. Just know that. <laughs> that but, you and I, you and I can side on that, bro. <laughs> but Ravens predictions. I, I I know I know you can't wait to give us all the uh projections and you know everything you have to offer about the Ravens this season. So I'm not I'm not a big fan of projections. Um, because last year I, I I've never been a fan of projections. Let me start there. However, last year is a confirmation of why I don't, because when you have unprecedented injuries, right? Like 
everything changes. So mm-hmm. the Ravens literally was the number one seed at one point at eight and three, and then eventually lost like six straight or something like that. So yeah. I, it's very bird. hard to say. Healthy, um, I think that they could win 11 or 12 games. Healthy, mm-hmm. I think that they can win 11 mm-hmm. to 12. Now, now they're in the AFC, which is very loaded. So yep. I don't know what 11 and 12 games means for them. I don't know if that means that that's a division win or do you try to find a, a wild card spot mm-hmm. in here because it's super loaded um, all over the place. So yeah. you're literally fighting and, and the AFC North is a very good division, right? Yeah. So we already have to fight each other eight times, uh, six times, excuse me, mm-hmm. yeah. all fight six times. And then you got to, play these other good teams within the AFC, you know, I don't know what 11 wins can do. If they, if they get there, they, maybe you get an AFC, I mean, um, wild card spot. Maybe you don't, I don't know. Right. But I think that they could do um, 11 and six, um, maybe 10 and seven, because I, do, because here's the thing, right. There's some issues that I do have from a wide receiver perspective that I don't know is going to be solved. And so that's a big question mark for me. Um, also they do have an issue. They have some issues with linebacker play, particularly because they have some guys that are injured. Um, you know, Tyus Bowser is still not back yet. Um, you know, Ojabo, who knows when he's going to play. So mm-hmm. you, you have some, mm-hmm. some, some issues there in, in your defense as well. So, you know, I said 12, but I think I'm going to scale it back. I'm going to say 10 or 11, but I go, I don't know what 10 or 11 wins means <laughs> in, the right. NFC. Right. in the NFC. I feel like, Hey, you good. In the AFC. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, oh, we're playing the AFC. We're playing the NFC South. So, we know Tampa's going to be a tough out. Yeah. Um, we know the Saints are going to be a tough out. I think that defense is going to be yeah, top five. Good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, I'm not worried about the Falcons. I'm not worried about Carolina with Baker Mayfield, to be quite honest with you. Right. So, I mean, that's at least two dubs right there. I mean, and then we're playing the AFC East where Buffalo's tough. Miami's going to be tough. You still got one of the greatest head coaches in the history of the league in new England there. Um, you know, that, that could be a challenge right there. The jets yep. would be probably the W right there. Yeah. If anything. So yeah. yeah, the jets still got some things to work on, but the other three is kind of like, I mean, look, you want to say Miami, right. But you saw what happened last year. That ain't a, a guarantee. Cause I definitely thought it was a guarantee last year and clearly I was wrong. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you just don't know, man. It's just crazy. Like everybody is trying to fight to to be like top dog in the AFC and the Ravens, honestly, when you look at their roster, let's be real, right? Like they are very um, mid. Lamar is the only reason why you think that they could be better. Yeah, they They lack another star. Yeah. Other oh, other than I the kicker. Love, other than the I kicker, they lack a star. This objectivity that's going on. Well, right I, I don't here. wear purple glasses. Okay. Do I yeah. root for the team? Sure. But um, I'm not gonna lie to y'all on here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lying is foolish. And I and I what one thing about me, what I don't like is to say something and then somebody turn around and say, but you said uh-huh. I don't like that. 
So mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta be <laughs> I gotta be real about how I, I see the Ravens. And I just think that they're oh, oh look, their secondary will be fine. They'll be good there. Mm-hmm. I told you there's some linebacker issues. I'm concerned about the pass rush, although I do think that yeah. Interior defense rush is going to be good. I do think on the inside they'll be fine. Yeah. The offensive line, I think, is good. But here's the thing: we don't know what Ronnie Stanley is going to do. I don't know, right? Linda yeah. um, will be out for a couple of weeks, so there's that. And then the wide receiving position, <laughs> like mm-hmm. dog, I, there's four, four, and the running backs. I mean, I think you can make a case with the running backs, Absolutely. and 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 J.K. Dobbins appears to be you know, healthy, but we don't know how he's going to play. And he's then limping. Gus Edwards had yeah, a setback. He's limping. he's limping. Let me tell you this. Yes, he mm-hmm. did come back. But mm-hmm. when he came back, he was, he had a little bit limp to him. So mm-hmm. I take that yeah. with what you want. But to me, I don't know if he'd be ready week one. That's just how I feel about the situation. Mm-hmm. So yes, you do have a concern with the run. That's what I'm saying. There's so many question marks all over the place. And the only reason why the people that people can really say that this team will be competitive is because of number eight, because yep. yeah. he has a skill set that is very unique and that could bring a lot of these mid players together. Mm-hmm. To yeah. 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 And, and, <laughs> and the tight end. And at and least, least t- if they being mid, he fast enough to get past the defense. Mm-hmm. Listen, well, we know the tight the tight end situation is probably the best situation that they yeah. have. They they yeah. have mm-hmm. so Isaiah likely is a guy that they drafted. Um, but I'm gonna assume they're gonna use him more as a wide receiver. And the little things that I've seen out of him from camp have been really, really good. He he's catching everything, he's getting open. So that's pretty much the only thing I'm excited about <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> from an offensive mm-hmm. perspective is the tight ends. I because I, I don't have any concerns from the tight end mm-hmm. perspective. Everything else, though, is just pretty much a crapshoot. Yeah, and the, and the kicker spot. Like, you, you're confident with the kicker. Yeah. You're confident with the tight end and the quarterback, but yep. everything else. Yep. Um, particularly for me on defense, it's edge rush for me. You know, because when you when you play in running backs that can set, that can hit that edge and go uphill and you can't catch them, that's a, that's a problem for me. Yep. And it seemed like since Suggs left the team, we haven't really had that one consistent pass rusher that in crunch time he can, you know, shut an offense down. I, I like Away. This is his second year coming up. And so I'm confident that he will, first of all, probably get more snaps, secondly, get more pressures. Um, and so I, I like what he can do. The problem is, is that what's happening on the other side, <laughs> that's my mm, big yeah. question. The one yeah. good thing that, like I said, that I do like about this defense is I do think that the front line on the interior line is going to do some damage and get some pressure on the quarterback, which is also very important. Yeah. Um, but on the, on the edges. Yeah. I, you know, like I said, away, A little iffy. <laughs> Away, I'm confident, but I don't know about over here. Like, yeah, are we expecting Justin Houston to be the guy all the time? If so, we're in trouble. That's all. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, man. He's still on the roster, bro. (laughs) No, no, I'm aware. I'm aware. He's still there. Surprisingly, yeah. It's not that surprising. Yeah, no, he's played. He played well. He he got rotated a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. so that was pretty much the issue but my thing is it's like you know he's not a spring chicken you know so are we expecting this dude who's been in the league quite some time to be the impact player maybe he can be but yeah. i mean i doubt it I'm, nah that's yeah, that's I'm a big problem 
Like if he leads the team in sacks, that's a big problem. <laughs> I agree. I complete 110. percent That's a big, big problem. Agree. So, um, so let, let's say with the NFL for a second. Um, so I saw your IG story the other day, and you said you had some things to share about what you thought about Deshaun Watson. Um, me and Maestro, we had the discussion last week. Since then, the NFL. Fell appealed the Sue Robinson six game suspension. So now here we are where the prediction is, is that he might get the full season suspension. Um, your, your thoughts on where we're at with Deshaun Watson. So I want to be clear that the Sue Robinson case, although it was six games, I believe they only gave her five cases to look at, which is what led to the six games. But in her statement, she read him. She read him for filth. She called him a predator. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like, let's be clear that it's not like she was giving him grace. I think she just went with what they gave her and that's what it was. Now, I don't know why we're doing this horse and pony game because the CBA contract uh, contract allows Roger Goodell to do, he can put the punishment there. I don't know why he's doing this independent stuff. I, I guess to take some, some, you know, uh, pressure off of himself based on whatever punishment he's going to do. But if that's the case, that's very cowardly, in my opinion, to get somebody mm-hmm. else to do your dirty work for you. Then you come out and say yesterday or the day before yesterday that you believe that his um, practices that what Deshaun Watson did was predatory. Well, then make a decision and stop trying to get other people to do your job for you. That's right. the problem that I have with this situation. If we're all saying the same things if the you know if sue robinson is saying the same thing roger goodell is saying the same thing but roger goodell has the power to do something about it then you do something about it stop right. getting oh i'm gonna get this guy to be an independent person look that's do what you need to do let nflpa go to court you the nfl you know you ain't fit to lose so it is what it is and what they're and what the thing is people keep saying well if they um appeal it and they sue them and take it to court. Well, they didn't, they're not suing for the six games. They honored the six games. So mm-hmm. he would be suspended for those six games. They'd be suing for the additional games additional. if he mm-hmm. is um, deemed, you know, suspended for, in, you know, indefinitely or the year. So no right. matter what, yeah, he can play in preseason all day, but he, week one, he can't play. It doesn't matter, right? Because they didn't challenge the, the six-week suspension. They're challenging potentially a longer suspension. So mm. I just want him to get – I just want him to stop letting other people do his dirty work. I want you to do it. Do it yourself because yeah. you have the power to do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, you, you kind of saying the same thing we said last week. Like, because I wasn't totally abreast of the situation, and I was just like – I mean, just on his whim, that don't make sense. Why? Why even hire the the person uh, Sue Robinson if you was just going to say, "Nah, I don't like what you did." Thank you. And makes no yeah. sense. It, it yeah. makes no sense at all. And I, and I, and I think we even alluded to your answer after a good uh, ten minute talk. Um, that it was like, look, clearly he's trying to make himself not look to be the bad guy. Like, oh, and and, and then even after a woman and I, and I think that plays a part after a woman came in and gave him what he would deem to be a uh a, a nice penalty to come in and go against the nah, it, like it's pandering that, 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 that it's pandering is what it is it what is it pandering. is yeah it is. it's pandering it is pandering. exactly yeah it's exactly what it is and um yeah you, you know you say cowardly i mean i'd like to call him a bitch for it like he's definitely <laughs> like that's that's bitch 
activity, like stand on who you are, stand on what you're going through. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're not going like somebody not going to like it, you know. So like, and, and sure, like you, it's not like he hasn't been uh, the topic of these conversations when punishment needs to be held. Dan, it's like, bro, like you, you you didn't get yelled at about one. It's the same thing as like. It's going to be the same yeah. thing. Somebody's not going to like it. Like, stop stop being a bitch about it. Like, just go ahead and do what you got to do. And I understand that there's nothing in, you know, the CBA that has a specific timeline for offenses. I understand that it's fluid, right, based on each case. But my thing is, is like, you can't tell us that Calvin Ridley is out for the year for playing on FanDuel on his phone. Yeah. And tell us that Deshaun Watson gets six games when he just settled, like, with 24 people and then has a... Yeah another civil case that potentially is going criminal to a criminal case. Like you can't like make that make sense. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. you can't make, you know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like, yo, just do the job. Just stop trying to get everybody else to do your job. It's like you said, stop pandering and just do it. And like you said, somebody ain't going to like it. And if they challenge it, you let them challenge it. But ultimately mm. you have the power to say that you want him to be suspended for longer Stop bullshitting. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. If Sue Robinson was out of the picture and Goodell handled this from the jump, he would have handed down six games. So I don't think so. You don't think think so? so. He pussy. I think he said this whole, I think we, you know, to think about it. I think this whole thing was a play. I think this whole thing, he's been getting flagged uh-huh. about nobody likes Eric. We we talked about it, you know, years ago when um he gave out some unfair, not unfair, some light punishments to some people who should have got some uh more stern yeah. punishments. And I Ray think Rice, Greg Hardy, he, yeah. Yeah. I think he made this play, hired hired uh Sue Robinson. I even think they knew that they was gonna give out six games. And then mm-hmm. he knew after the six games was given out that he was going to pander his little punk ass on and right say, on. oh, I don't like that because I stands up for my oh. woman and we got women's month and, you know, we do all this stuff and we do breast cancer and yeah. I, we do all this yeah. and I'm not having that. Uh, it's like Goodell's trying did. to play Superman. It's like yeah, Goodell's like, trying to play yeah. Superman. Yeah. And, and I think he staged his own, he staged his own savior moment. That's <laughs> what you're saying. I really think he that kind okay. of punk. I, I I do. I do. I think he the kind of punk that would set all this up. And of course he has the resources. And if you say here, take this money, play this game, and, and I'm not accusing Sue Robinson of anything. I'm just speculating. Um yeah. if that happened, who the who who wouldn't take it? Who well, you know it? my theory. You know my theory. I, I said Sue Robinson worked for the NFL. Like when when she came down with the six games, I'm like, yo, she worked for the NFL. Like you can't tell me nothing different. Yeah, I I, I definitely think that they wanted more, and I definitely think they tried to get her to do the dirty work. And yeah. you know, here yeah. we are. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this whole situation plays. Does he get a full season suspension in your mind? I don't think so. Uh, I'd say maybe between eight and twelve games, but <laughs> I don't see, I don't see a whole full year being. Being yeah, good. it yeah, wouldn't surprise me if he tacked on an additional uh three to two games. Like it wouldn't surprise I'm me. Sorry, yeah, that's I'm, I've always thought eight. I've always thought right. If that, like you said, if it's twelve games, just go ahead and just give them because what you're doing for five yeah. games. But yes, I've always thought it was like eight games. I always thought it was eight games. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just only see a couple more games being tacked on. That's just how I see it. But I could be wrong. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I think with the, you know, I think with the pony show at this point, 
he should he should get the full season suspension but it, it wouldn't surprise me either way and people still going to be mad at roger goodell Oh yeah. yeah, he look. He, he you know what? He gets paid a lot of money to be the fall guy, so I don't feel sorry exactly. for him. Exactly. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. He, he gets paid a lot mm-hmm. of money to be an owner's representative. So okay, well that's what you signed up for. If you don't like it, you yeah. believe. Mm-hmm. You believe? Because I do his yeah. job with no problem. And be <laughs> on TV. I don't care what y'all think. You know what? Me ass. too. Hey, yeah. I ain't gonna even lie. Me too. Y'all can hate me mm-hmm. all you yeah. want. It is what it is. Yeah. It's called me a sellout. Yeah, I see my ashy album. feet on the sun on Instagram every day. Every <laughs> single day. <laughs> saying, I don't give a damn what y'all think. He getting, he gone for the year. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. So, um, next uh, question for you, Rita. Um, I want to know, you're a Baltimore native. I want to know who your top five Baltimore sports athletes are all time whether they've played for the Orioles Ravens or whether you know they were born and raised in the city and they you know went to play someplace else it's hard let me think um you don't gotta rank it no pressure thanks I guess <laughs> <laughs> like that was easy like that let, let off the pressure right um, just knows I just know our platform if they don't like it they're gonna tell you <laughs> That's fine. I, you know, it is. So I, you know, I got to put Cal up there. Cal is number one mm-hmm. for me. Um, I told yeah. y'all I grew up an Orioles fan, so you know that Oriole, uh, baseball is my first love. So that's yeah. that's a lock. Yeah. Yeah, Cal is number one for me. Number two, I'd say Ed Reed. Um, mm-hmm. I just I think Ed Reed is, is more. If you had me, if you had me to choose between Ed and Ray, I'm picking Ed all day. Sorry. So uh, not a lot of people. And, Hey, if you left off Ray, I wouldn't be mad at you. If you left Ray, I don't think I'm gonna leave him off. I think he belongs on the list. I just don't think that you know he's. If I had to rank them, like even though you said no pressure, right? If I had to rank them, Mm -hmm. he'd be like low on that list, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, number three, I'd say Eddie Murray because he's black and he's a baseball player. He's very popular in my growing up. Eddie was very yeah a big part of my Orioles fandom. Um, so if he, he played a big role into that. Oh, man. You got two more. You only got two more. <laughs> oh, and we man. know who one of them is. <laughs> Which one? You tell me. Well, I thought you said you weren't going. You said you weren't going to take it. You weren't. You weren't going to leave Ray Lewis off of. I'm not. Ra- yeah, I'm not going to leave Ray. You can put him at five, though. Yeah, Ray been acting funny post retirement though. I'm not gonna leave Ray off. So Ray, and then number five, I'll go with Michael Phelps. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Michael Michael Phelps deserves that. Yeah, that, that's yeah, so, yeah, for that, certain. That's, that's that's actually not not a that. I don't see how anybody could really debate that list unless it's just personal preference. But yeah, you know, on mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a pretty solid list. I can't disagree. Yeah, I throw a, I throw an honorable Thank mention you. in there. I throw an honorable mention, okay. and he didn't play for any of the teams. But Carmelo Anthony does a lot of work in the city. And the fact that, you know, people kind of claim him to be from Brooklyn, but he really spent the majority of his time in Beanmore. That's a dude that deserves some praise for what he's done for the city. Completely agree. Yes. The Carmelo Center, if you haven't been, please go check that out. So, yes. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Hey, let's settle this debate while I got you on here. Jodeci or Drew Hill? In a versus, very close. Easy, 
very close. I want you, I would like you guys to know that I am that Drew Hill are my guys. I worked with the at the fudgery with them. So I'm always gonna be down for my guys. However, Jodeci is to me um a revolutionary group in terms of mm-hmm. what they mean, what they impacted um to New Jack Swing and R&B in general, right? Mm, yeah. Um, and obviously Drew Hill. And I know for a fact that Drew Hill um, really looked up to Jodeci. I don't know yeah. if y'all knew this, but Jodeci technically, like they they say that they're from North Carolina, but technically they were born in Baltimore. I don't know if y'all know that. Didn't know that, no. Yes, yes, yes. So I know a few of their family members, by the way. So mm-hmm. like they'll say, Devontae and Dalvin, like they met later when they moved, because they moved young. They moved at a young age. Yeah. Okay. Baltimore born. So interesting. Very okay. hard. It's very hard for me to choose because to me, Jodeci has more um like more hits. Okay. From a hit okay. perspective, I think Jodeci has more hits. But from a catalog perspective, I think Drew Hill has a more complete yeah. catalog. So it would yeah, really wow. depend on how they did the verses, right? Yeah. Like what song go against what song. But I think it would. I've seen people talk. Nobody's washing Drew Hill in the verses. Will Jodeci win? That's fine. I'm completely okay with us saying Jodeci would win the verses. Yeah. What they not going to do is wash Drew Hill in the verses. Let's not go there, people. That's not ever happening. So in the old format, in the, in the old format where it was just IG Live and artists were just playing songs, I would I would give it to Jodeci. I would give yeah, the edge I'm of Jodeci. I'm cool with that. Now that the format is you got to perform on stage and you got to sing. Last I checked, and I've seen a lot of people critique Jodeci to this day. They don't sing well as they used to. Drew Hill to this day can still sing. I would give the edge to Drew Hill in today's verses. Yeah, because, you know, JoJo can't sing no more. Like, he's dealt with a mm-hmm. lot of um, substance abuse over the years, so it really impacted yeah. his voice. Yeah. So it's really just KC out there, y'all. And yeah. then sometimes <laughs> Dalvin and Devontae will do, do the backgrounds and stuff. But, like, when JoJo got to do his part, we just all looking around like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, And right. then also, we, we, look, also, Drew Hill, I love Jodeci, y'all. I swear to God, I love Jodeci. I was the biggest Jodeci fan growing up. However... I ain't never seen no Drew Hill video when they was singing in the studio that that it gets played as a joke when they was singing the time mm-hmm. is slipping away. Mm-hmm. And I ain't mm-hmm. never and I ain't never seen uh, um no Drew Hill member uh be on some man's the on some man's neck crowd <laughs> stealing chicken from people on it. Okay. All right. So like I said, y'all not Jodeci could win a versus all day. I'm cool with that. But no one is washing Drew Hill. I agree with that 100%. Well, I'm picking Drew Hill. And, and, and to and add I'm good, to your look, conversation. Either way, yeah. I think it's, you, can't, you can't lose. That's how I feel. Yeah. And let me say this. I don't know if y'all have seen this. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with the Trumpet Awards, but I've seen Drew Hill singing at the Trumpet Awards recently. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> If jazz come to that versus, it's <laughs> over. Let me, let me, it's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, you could just go it's ahead. Just go ahead and wrap that up. <laughs> listen, just go ahead and wrap that up. Listen, Nokio can sing too, y'all. I know we yeah. don't give him enough light. It's funny because he posted a video on his Instagram today that they're, they're talking, and um, Cisco is talking about Nokio. Um, 
singing beauty. He's singing all the backgrounds to beauty. Right. Never knew that. Mm. And so Nokio can sing when he wants to sing. Yeah. He but Nokio likes to, Yeah, he likes that's his thing. He loves he loves the production. He loves the writing. That's his realm. He can harmonize with the best mm-hmm. of them though, but he prefers to do those other things. But Nokio can sing. So the three original members that's still there mm-hmm. will still yeah. sing you down. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and speaking of the producing part, um, I don't want to sleep on Devante Swing as a producer. Absolutely. Also, if yeah. you remember this artist, Christopher Williams from back in the day, um, Devante Swing did one of his songs. What's up? Like, who I don't know Christopher Williams, bro. If you see New Jack City, you know like Oh, yeah. 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 Right, but we might have some young we might have some young viewers. I, so go ahead. Go ahead and do play that role. We know. <laughs> We know Christopher Williams is over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we know who he is over here. But yeah, he he produced some songs on Christopher Williams' album. Um he Usher's did his first album. Yep, yep, yep. He did the Two I Don't Wanna Do Anything Else track by yep. Mary J. Blige and Casey. So don't sleep on Devontae as a producer. Yeah, he, he was tired by Death Row for a while, so he did some Death Row stuff. Like you said, because you mentioned Tupac already. Yeah. So yeah, he, he had done some Death Row stuff. So Even though had, like, even though, and I don't, I know you gotta go, and I don't want to make this musicy, as you can see, as what I meant to. Um, Timberland actually ghost produced did that record for when they was with the Mob. I read it in Timberland's book, right. so that. But you yeah. know, Timberland was his um, mentee. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't yeah. know that. Timberland was, I, um, yes, Devonte was his mentor. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Was his mentee. Mm-hmm. Like okay. He had all the. He had that whole. He had the uh, the mob, the swing mob, the swing mob. That's what they were called. So they had all them bams in a house in New Jersey, like making the band. Missy, <laughs> and Missy's yep, group Missy. in there. Genuine yep. player was in there. Static right, major was in there. If you remember, Missy was in a group called Sister, yep. and she had yep. a song called Brand New, and Devonte yep. produced that song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember Sister. Yep. Yeah. They had a joint. They had a joint with Craig Mack. On one of the albums, hey man, yeah. We, we we tell it our age at this point, so hey, <laughs> it's okay. That's hey, that's, that's all right. That's how hey. I know it's time for me to go. Hey, Rita, <laughs> Rita, I turn forty next year. I'm embracing it, okay, so well, I, I ain't got no problem. Here. So, I, mm-hmm. so congratulations for joining the club when you finally get it. Appreciate so. that. Appreciate <laughs> that. Hey, Rita, um, let everybody know where they can find you at on social media and what platforms do you have coming up. Sure. So, of course, it's the NFL Chick on um, Twitter and Instagram. Um, I do a show on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore on Sundays from 1 to 4, as well as Tuesdays from 7 to 10. Um, I'm also doing a podcast now with my my guy, Cordell Woodland, who also works at 105.7 called Winning Drive. It is a podcast about the Ravens. And last but not least, my, my Gridiron Gals podcast with my best friend, Shells. We talk about all NFL. Not It's not a Ravens podcast. It's an NFL podcast and a college football podcast because we absolutely love college football as well. So we will be talking about the Deshaun Watson situation. So please make sure you guys check that out. No doubt. Looking forward to it. Uh, Rita, thank you so much Appreciate for doing you. this. Thanks, guys, for having me. I'll be back soon. Put that towel down now. Put, hey, put that garbage down, man. Put it away, bro. <laughs> put that towel down now. I will see you later on this year. That's a fact. That's a fact. Be safe, Queen. All right, guys. Peace. All right. Peace. Love. Peace. Yeah, that was dope. That was uh, 
Sarita Hubbard there. Uh, She's known around Shout here as the NFL chick. As if she just did not say something about her government name being all over there. What's that? <laughs> you just said her government name as if she just didn't come straight onto the podcast. Oh, I didn't say Rita. Time. That's my fault. That's no. my fault. That's mm-hmm. my fault. But uh, oh, yeah, they, she she goes by the NFL chick. Um, glad glad she was able to come on, man. And, uh, you know, been trying to get her on for a while. So, but you know, the timing was right and. Uh, appreciate everything that uh you know she does in the city and you know her her sports talk and all that good stuff so um so listen man um you just got a little bit more stuff to talk about man um want to get into the Britney Griner um thing which is bullshit i'm gonna just you know flat yeah, out it is call it what it is flat out call it what it is um here's what here's so here's my question and i've i've asked family this question also so i know there's this thing where they can bring her back home um they've been talking about this exchange for someone here in the u.s that i guess the death merchant is what the guy is called the death merchant right that's his nickname yeah so so my, my question is Brittany comes home is she serving those nine years or is she free or does the U.S. find a way to reduce that significantly? Well, I would assume um, I'm, I don't know shit about eternal, uh, you know, international affairs, but me neither. Um, <laughs> I would assume that if they made the swap, then you're in U.S. prison. You could then U.S. government could do what they want to do with U.S. Uh, with a prisoner being in the U.S., I would assume. Right. Um, with that being said, Trey, I was, uh, you know, listening to other people talk about this subject, man. And um, I don't I don't think that she's going to do nine years. I don't think she's going to do close to nine years. Um, is mm-hmm. the sentence still bullshit? 100%. I, I disagree with it. I don't, you know, that is yeah. bullshit. I, I think, um, you know, a lot of people uh, look at this as a race thing. And when I really think about it, um, it's probably more of a Russia saying, ha ha, uh, we got one of yeah. your people. I think it's more of a, you know, America beefing with Russia thing with her, you know, the war and yeah. everything they got going on. I think it's mm-hmm. more of that than any, uh, any other racial, uh, racial things that people are talking about. Um, look, I, th- I it, yeah, the sentence, the sentence is bullshit. And, um, and to add, to it, I've I seen a lot of people talking about, you know, well, this person over here did, you know, something similar and only got this. So this person did it, you know, did this and this is worse or less than, you know, and, you know, everybody comparing it to other uh, other cases that have. Yeah, like Russia. apples to apples, you know, trying to make the comparison. Well, it's not like, I know. That, well, yeah, I, I, I think I think my point is, is that like, look. Um. Sure. To the people who say, you know, she knew what the rules was and she broke the law. Yeah, that's that. That is a valid point up until sentence. We recognize that Mm -hmm. the sentencing. So, yeah, you prosecute her. Yeah, sure. But sentencing her, even if she's not going to do it to nine years, um, it it, is, in my opinion, a bit Mm -hmm. a bit much. 
you know, and it ain't a bit. And, and, it's it's too damn yeah. much. It's overly excessive. And, and, and that's and that's just what and that's just what it is. Um, in my in my opinion, that's just what it is. There, um, I mm-hmm. think the Russian government has failed Brittany Griner, and it's not that it's not that even that they owe any loyalty to her, but they failed her in in terms of that sentencing. And U.S. Yeah. is failing Brittany Griner because look, man, um. That sentence is too much, and you should be able to get her home. You should be able, you know. I saw somebody tweet this, and um, mm-hmm. I almost retweeted it, but I realized now, nah, I, you know, I don't want to retweet that. Trump would have got Trump would have got Brittany Griner home. That was a tweet that someone said. That was a tweet that somebody wrote, and they're basing it off of him getting ASAP Rocky. Well, home and he got Rocky, busted overseas. He got people out of jail. He, he got people out of jail. Like he's, I mean, and, and this is not me. Uh, you know, one of the Ball brothers too. I thought too. Yeah, I thought he did yeah. something where he got uh, yeah, one over, of the Ball over, brothers over. home too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I will say that uh, whatever is going on as to why it can't happen, this should be a a a uh, a couple of points taken off of Biden's. Uh, if we were to evaluate his how he's done things as president so far, um, mm-hmm. uh, this this should be a couple of points off off his uh, off his evaluation. This yeah, this should be a blemish, no question, yeah. no question about yeah. that. I think the disappointment for me too, in addition to the excessive us, um, in addition to the um, lengthy sentence is that Brittany Griner played in Russia, not just last year, but she played for years overseas. She made a lot of money there because she can't make the money in the WNBA here that she can make over there. So she's played over there for years. So I'm sure that she has connections with coaches, people who run that league, whatever league that is over there. Important people. I'm sure she runs into all kinds of important people that well, are in here's Russia. The thing, Trey, I don't know that those resources that you're saying she has are really are really uh, credible resources. Or and that's the disappointment. They're, either they're not credible resources, or they wasn't really fucking with her to begin with. And, and right, um, I hate that it had. If either way, I hate that it had to come to this for her to find out that either they're not credible resources or they are credible resources and don't fuck with her. Um, I yeah. think that it had to come to this, but here, here we are. Yeah. That's the, that's the disappointment for me. Like you just yeah, laid it out sure. there. They're not, they're not credible. And or I, I they think are. That's... I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Right. I don't know if they're credible or they, or they are credible and they just don't feel like this is something that they should, um, you know, look into and get, and get rectified. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. I tell you one thing, um, God willing that she gets out, I ain't if I'm her, I'm never coming back. Listen, I've I've had these conversations with my family in regard to the story. And I said, look, there's a lot of other places I can visit in this world. I could go visit the West Indies. I could go, we just went, you know, we just came from Canada. You know, it's not a bad place to go. I I I enjoyed myself. I can go to Mexico. I can go to some of these other places across the pond, Europe, Russia, the mother countries over there. If I turn, God forbid, I get to 90, if I get to live to be 90 years old and I look back at my life 
and say, I never been to Europe in my life. I'd be 100% okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I would. Paris, though, London. I would. I, it, it wouldn't bother me. It Sw- wouldn't bother Switzerland. me. And, and, and it's not to compare those countries to Spain. Russia. Not yeah, to compare. Not yeah, to compare. Yeah, I, I guess the saying. point I'm trying to get to is, is that we, we have, we have freedoms here in this country compared to other countries. And when you step foot in another man's land, it's not the same as if you back home. You know what I mean? Like you, you, your head, I mean, our heads are already on a swivel here. Your head got to be extra on a swivel when you go to other countries because you don't know sometimes what their laws are. You can do all the research you want, but at the end of the day, you get caught up doing something that might be minor in the United States, but might be major to somebody like Russia, and you get caught up and you find yourself in a situation like Brittany Griner, and you know, you'd be like, damn, like <laughs> I, I I thought I could just, you know, get a slap on the wrist for this, but they they trying to imprison me. And 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 the other thing I've heard about their prison system is so uncomparable to the prison systems here. Like, you know. You seeing guys like the like you know people from the Supreme Team taking pictures in jail and you know and all that stuff and like they don't do that stuff in Russian jails like they're saying the conditions are so much worse in Russia like they'll they'll put you in a cell with like multiple people and there'd be like a couple toilets in that joint mm-hmm. like they saying it's like that bad over there. Well, um, prayers. For certainly prayers to Brittany Griner and condolences and to the family. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we, we hope, we hope that, um, I, I know what was sentenced, but we hope that, uh, you know, that this changes and that we get you home, uh, at least, you know, to some better living conditions for sure. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard the stories about how those living conditions are like you kind of laying out. And, um, yeah. we just hope we can get her home. Um, get her home, man, and, and and the hashtag is still the same: free Britney Griner. Yep, yep, no question, man. Free Britney Griner, man. Um, wanted to get into the league, uh, the WNBA. I think you put this in the notes, and once I saw this, I think I saw the video, and I think it was um, who's the player? Oguma K. For the Sparks, I think was yeah, the one. I, I knew. I yeah, knew I was gonna fuck her name up. <laughs> Oguma Oguma K. I can okay. I can pron- I can pronounce that. I just don't remember the other sister's uh, first name. I know the other sister works for ESPN, but I can't remember the player that's in the league that's playing. But yeah, she she posted a video. Um, so they spent the night at an airport because of what they missed the flight or no just... because there weren't hotels available or the, some 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 I I forget don't don't give me the line. The uh-huh. point is, is that they were they work for a professional sports team, and I get that they're not the um, uh, the quote unquote creme de la creme. They're not funded well enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I I don't know. I don't know that funded well enough. This is a bad look on the WNBA. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I feel like, and I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know their books. I don't read their books. I feel like there should never be a situation where a WNBA player, and if the, if this is me being naive, I'll accept that 
uh, um, with some information. But there is no reason a WNBA player should be sleeping in an airport. Period. And we've heard um, stories. Yeah, don't take a whole bunch of, um, you know, rambling around and talking around the subject. I don't feel like there should be any situation where a WNBA player should be sleeping in an airport. We've heard stories about WNBA players traveling via commercial flights, like not even having like their own charter plane or even... If it's somebody else's charter plane and it just so happened that the team is on the same flight as maybe some people on the charter. We, we, we've heard some stories, man. And travel accommodations in the WNBA is not great at all. And I think this story with Agumake happened to spend the night at the airport is just like the, the icing on the cake. And it's like, at some point, when does the league get better at making sure that their players get to their destinations? Safer, better, in a better mm-hmm. manner. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I don't I don't know. And it's not OK. And I don't know. And I don't even know the answer to it. But I know that this is not OK. This is not acceptable. Um, and, and 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 to be honest, Trey, and, and I know this ain't necessarily the NBA's problem. It's not the NBA's problem. But um when mm. it's not their problem, they're they're separate. I'm, they're separate. I'm on the fence about that. I'm on I'm on the fence well, about that. Here, well, here's wait, why wait. I'm on the fence. Here's why okay. I'm on the fence about it because most of these owners and and we I think we talked about this months mm-hmm. ago when we were talking about the WNBA and how um, some of these teams make more money than other teams because owners that own teams in the NBA own the WNBA. Gotcha. team that plays in the same city gotcha. Gotcha. um and i and i'll throw an example out there the mystics and the wizards yeah. are both mm-hmm. owned yeah. by leonsis yeah um mr leonsis i i gotta hold you accountable like if if the mystics have issues with travel to their destination safely to get the games you you got to be the one to step up and say hey we, we, we're not going to accept that Cause you wouldn't well, just, you wouldn't allow that for the wizards. Well, let's just get straight to the shits then. Yeah. Should Jeannie should Jeannie Buzz be held accountable? Uh, Mitch Kupchak or whoever whoever the hell. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Any owner that owns a WNBA team along with their NBA franchise should be accountable. Okay, so then my second question is: Is do we know that the Lakers own this? The the Lakers owner group owns the Sparks. I don't know that for a fact. I'm okay. just saying in general, okay. but if, if the, you're if an NBA owner and you own the WNBA team that plays in the same arena or plays in the same city, then yeah, you, you gotta be responsible. We know Leonsis owns both yeah. the Wizards and the Mystics. Right. We know the owner of the Brooklyn Nets owns the New York Liberty. New you know, Liberty, right. I don't know about the other situations like the um the Connecticut Sun um in the WNBA. There's no NBA team in Connecticut, so whoever owns that team, you know, lacks funding in regards to the team. They don't have an owner that can fund both, you know, men's and women's basketball teams. So right. it's it's a disadvantage for them. But for the teams that, you know, are owned by, you know, both parties, you, you got to step up. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But for those teams that don't, like, for, for instance, if the um, Lakers don't, if the Lakers owner group doesn't own the Sparks, mm-hmm. um, I still feel like they should help, man. That, that's just how I feel. I feel like they, they should. should I agree. They should. I don't think I they're like entitled they to. Help. It's I don't think right. they're obligated responsibility. to. Right. But I think they should help, man. I, I think, I mm-hmm. think if you agree that, uh, you know, this league should be, um, you know, like, like the little sister, if it, you know, for all intents and purposes, then you should treat it as such. I mean, I, I, I think that the NBA puts on this uh, persona that they care about what happens to the mm-hmm. WNBA. I mean, mainly because women, patronize both groups you know both uh yeah. sports mm-hmm. I, I mean i i think there's a perception that they care and i think that they should uh show that with yeah money. absolutely with nba money. tv airs WNBA games yeah you know espn who's like the flagship for the nba they air the WNBA games so it's yeah. it's only right that um that perception of them caring about the women's league is prevalent. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What's 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 the deal with your boy, man? Uh, Deontay why Murray. Is he what's, going what's, what's crazy the deal with him? like this, yo? Why is he going crazy like this? So he gets <laughs> the banging the banging the basketball on some dude head a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and, and you look uh, the the with the draft with pa- Pablo Slim name that uh, that he. Uh, Hit him with the little move, got to talking a little crazy to him. Yeah. Um, look, I, I I won't say that that one was per se flagrant. One, it was on a it was on another NBA player. That's one. Um, mm. Two, uh, you know, like like it was it was a it wasn't like a it was a ill move. It wasn't like a disrespectful move. Like the, mm-hmm. the way he, you know, the way he, what he did, how he got the yam on him. Like that wasn't a disrespectful yeah. move per se. <laughs> um, but I don't know what he on. Yo. And then, and then they, they're like beefing on Instagram, uh, Pablo and, um, and, uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. It's like talking about, I blow your back out boy. I was yeah, like, pause. Chill. <laughs> Take it easy. Let me out going crazy. I was like, pause, my nigga. Yeah, he was going crazy. Like, um, I don't know what he on, man, but I hope he got all that energy. Um, I don't know about him blowing nobody, no man back out, but <laughs> I hope he got all that little, all that little spicy mm. energy, uh, for the Hawks when it, when NBA come around. Um, I, I heard, I heard the issue was was Pablo, um, was kind of. You know, walking around acting a little little cocky, number one draft pick. You know, trying yeah. to on some on some non humble energy, and and, and Dewante Murray felt you know felt the need to humble him. Mm-hmm. And cool, but in conjunct but in conjunction with him banging the head, banging the basketball on the head of some uh, some random dude yeah. who's trying to play basketball. <laughs> Um, I don't know, man. It seems like it might be a little more to the, to his energy. Now I don't know, yeah. And I, and I think it'd be important to keep keep a lookout. I know we ain't got that much more summer basketball left, but mm-hmm. um, I, I think it'd be uh, I think we should keep keep an eye on the uh, the the energy of Dewante Murray. Yeah, and they're gonna see each other come the regular season. Sure, sure. So sure, yeah. So if that energy is still there when they meet. 
then yeah, it's it's something deeper than whatever it is on the basketball court. But like you said, I hope he got that same energy when he start playing for the Hawks because yeah. you know the Hawks now with the expectations, and I'm not saying they're a championship team, but they can't be no playing team if you add Deontay Murray along with Trey Young. You can't be no playing team. Well, I don't know because I don't think that was a great fit. I said that when they got him. You said you don't think it's a great fit. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a great fit. Um, yeah, it remains to be seen. Um, cause what you you think him and Trey do the same thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched a lot of Deontay Murray. I haven't watched you know, a lot of it. Stuff. So yeah. So I, I I would love to be wrong, but I I know that he was. I know from what I've seen, he handles the ball a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And they um, and they gave up. They gave up a bunch for him. They gave up a yeah. bunch for him. So I would think if you're the Hawks, you you, you can't you gotta be no less than a six seed. Like you you gotta yeah. guarantee you're gonna play in a playoff series come playoff time. And I need him to score twenty three a game. Murray. Yeah. That's I mean, that's how they're gonna Young, be good, you, really. Because you would think Trey Young is gonna over average, you know, close to the twenty seven, twenty eight, something like that. Um right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna need him. Yeah, I'm gonna need him to yeah hold that down. I'm gonna need you to, to double, you know, be be with me at 23, 25 mm-hmm. for this to even make for this to even make sense. Right, right. It, it remains to be seen though. But um, I just I just know when that trade happened, uh, some of my Knicks fans was up in arms, and I'm like, well, for what? Like, <laughs> I mean, the Hawks had a better deal. I mean, that's usually what happens between two yeah. teams. One team likes to deal. They make it happen. It, it's, it is what I it mean, is. Look, we, I, we, got I, our, you know, we got our eyes set on something different. I know Murray's a good player, so I, I don't want this to seem like I'm trying to play him to not be a good, like, like he's not a good player. Um, yeah. But he's not on my radar. He wasn't on my radar. I know he was a free agent. I know people saw him as a high free agent this year, uh, you know, this year, but uh, or, or trade. I'm sorry, but um, this this wasn't major for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like whether he went to the Knicks or the Hawks, I don't think that's. I don't think he's a. I don't know. That he he's wasn't a, moving the needle for nobody, right? Yeah. Although I don't know that he does that. Although, if he went to maybe a couple of teams with maybe two established stars already, third option, then yeah, for sure. I could, I could, sure. I could see him kind of moving the needle a, a little bit there, yeah. but. Second option, um, not not so much, not so yeah. much, especially in the East, not so much. And I love to be wrong. I'm just, I, I you know, I don't think so though. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's this deal with um Justin Fields? Oh, so I'm on Twitter today, and uh-huh. this um and uh, I got to credit Ballsack Sports who I where I read the uh, post, but there was a post basically oh, saying where. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no homo. Um, but uh, but apparently they're very popular on Twitter now these days. Hey, but, hey, it's um, pause, man. I it's said pause. No I said no oh, homo. It's it's. Hey, bro, niggas ain't saying no homo no more. Who? You got me saying it. <laughs> nigga, it's I'm pause, 40, bro. Nigga, I, nigga, I said what I want to say. I'm almost forty. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I'm hey, a man. Hey, hey, hey! Just <laughs> just don't have. Just don't have LGBT coming after us, man, bro. <laughs> man, listen. 
just just, right. just don't have them coming respect. after us, bro. Respect. <laughs> then pause. Then respect. Then I don't want no smoke. I, don't, I ain't trying to offend nobody. But uh, but the Bama said the quote said something to the effect. So I'm paraphrasing. It's not a quote. I'm paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest struggle he has is that he is throwing to receivers who would not make it on the sixth string, be a sixth string receiver on Ohio State. Mm. And coming into his second year, if he said that, now you know, I gotta I gotta consider this source to be credible. I don't yeah. have to, but I'm choosing to. Um yeah. ugh, Justin Fields, come on, bruh. You, you, come on, bruh. <laughs> There's no way in hell that you think you was about to get that off and and, and this is going to go well for you mm-hmm. in camp, on the field, et cetera. Now, with, with, with Daryl Mooney is the number one receiver, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Pringle from uh, Kansas City is on that team. Um, I I looked at somebody else, somebody else uh, notable that I'm forgetting. Um, mm-hmm. But I get that it's not a great receiving core but i mean bruh first of all you wasn't that nice last year mm-hmm. um you you should be humble you should be humble you should be chilling right now like you oh don't nah watch, watch your mouth watch your mouth is what i mean watch it mm-hmm. respectfully watch your mouth like you like you a second year player that that's <laughs> on a i mean you on a bad team i'm you know but yeah i was just gonna team, ask that question on, though it's the team you're on, though. Is it crazy to say that the Bears might be the worst team in the league this year? Um, that defense is still still going to be good, though. You think so? I, I think that. I think w- the without no Khalil Mack. Oh fuck! No, uh, Akeem Hicks. Yeah, I forgot. I, I Roquan, forgot. Roquan, okay. Mac, I forgot Mack was gone though, but Roquan still yeah. there. Um, Eddie Fuller ain't Eddie. Fuller. The secondary is a still Kyle a solid Fuller. secondary. Kyle Fuller, I don't think no, he's gone. No, 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 not not Cal. Is it Cal? Eddie Jackson? You talking about Eddie Jackson? Eddie Jackson? You talking about? Yeah, he's but the still safety there. is who I was referring to, though. The safety is who yeah, I was referring I, to. No, I got you. I, I got you. Um, I got you. But the, the that'll be the strength of the team. Be trash, right? The defense yeah. is not going to be trash. Um, yeah. I don't think they're going to be the worst team, and, and and I guess I guess then the next question would be, well, who's going to be the worst team? Um, hmm. I mean, there's a couple of there's a couple of good candidates. I mean, you can make a case the Falcons. The, Jets, the Falcons. I mean, I mean, I you can the make Jets the case for the Falcons. Better, but the Falcons, you definitely got to make a case for. I think I do think the well the. Mariota is their starting quarterback right now. Who? What team is that? The Falcons. Ain't Mariota their starting quarterback right now? Mariota's a starter. Mariota's a starter. Their best player on the team is the tight end. Yeah. So. And, and, and he don't have no quarterback. Like, with all yeah. due respect, they don't have no quarterback to throw to him. You can, you can only do so much as a tight end. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, um, Seattle. Seattle, you could make. I don't a, think Seattle's going to be the worst team. I don't think Seattle. You don't think so? Team. I think they got a strong run. I think they got a, a decent, a decent running game. Um, Drew Locke ain't trash. Like he ain't trash. He ain't. Who they running back? Because Chris uh, Carson uh, retired. Carson retired. Uh, ain't it Penny? Who's Penny? Who's still there? Rashad Penny. I thought he left. No, I he's in he... New York. Yeah, yeah. He's he's with the Giants, right? Shit. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, they might be trash. Never mind. That's what I'm saying. Like, who's I mean, the DK, running back? I mean, DK, DK still there, though. Yeah, I mean, DK can only do so much. <laughs> if you're the best hey, player man, on the team, throw it up you in the can air, only do so much. Throw it up yeah. in the air. And but, but, their def- but in the same conversation with Chicago, their defense ain't... Nah, they kind of trash, too. What, Seattle's defense? Yeah, they kind of trash, too. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well... Um, uh, go ahead. Nah, I was just going to say, I, I yeah, I... I don't think Chicago will be the worst team, though, to answer your question, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, got a couple people in the chat here. Uh, Chief Rocker Jersey Vern from the Facebook Live chat. What's up, man? Uh, we got Walt Dog 1234 on the YouTube Live. What's that? Uh, says the Panthers are, t- Panthers are tanking. Giants are tanking. Um, I disagree. Um, yeah, totally. I don't think both of those teams are tanking. Not when you, team. if you're Carolina and you trade for Baker, you ain't tanking. Yeah, at all. I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and, y'all, y'all trying to win games. You're trying to y'all, y'all trying to win games. Y'all got Robbie Anderson. Y'all got DJ Moore. Y'all got a young defense, up and coming defense in yeah. Carolina. Yeah. Nah, that nah. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all not tanking. Even, yeah, and and I, I don't care for that. the coach at all. But nah, they they gotta win some games, else they they gonna get them up out well, of. Well, I think more importantly, they're trying yeah. to win games. Right, right, and and the Giants too. The Giants are trying to win football games. Like they clearly they clearly said it when they brought Tyrod in and didn't give Daniel Jones the option. Like the writing's on the wall. Yeah, yeah. they 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 they're trying to win. There's no. There's well, they're no at least trying there. to. They're, um, yeah, they're at least trying to make sure that they know that. Um, that Daniel Jones was the right pick. I mean, if you get right. beat up by Tyrod Taylor, you can you can you can bet your bottom dollar that Daniel Jones is going to be a, a backup next year. Right, right. He so uh, Walt Dog twelve thirty four. He's got two more teams that uh, he thinks are going to tank. Uh, the Bears, like we talked about, uh, which I disagree with, and Houston. I kind of agree with the Houston one. You can make a case that they they might be looking to. Not necessarily win a lot of games. Maybe get that you know top know. draft pick. I mean, but do you really think NFL teams tank? I think general managers, front office people, ownership. I think they put tanking high on the list more than coaches and players do. Coaches want to win. Players want to win. Players want to play actually because mm-hmm. you know they might get cut, so they're trying to audition for whoever signs them next but i think it's a interesting dynamic i think front office people put tanking up on the higher list okay yeah uh he also says uh denver's gonna be bad uh Uh, which i disagree with i disagree with that uh he says pittsburgh is not gonna be good Who is this yeah, my man got a lot to say, dude? man. Who is this dude, man? <laughs> I don't, I don't know who Walt Dog twelve thirty four is, but he he talking that talk. Shout out, shout out to you, man. But nah, bro. <laughs> you got look, look. I, I'm gonna let him have that. I'm gonna let him have that. I'm gonna let him have that. God bless you, my brother. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, uh, Said four games. You know if your team is competing or not, and I think that's just a general statement. That's not towards any. He said what particular. 
after four games, you know if your team is competing or not. And I think he means that generally. I don't think he's sure, calling out a particular team. I I disagree too. One hundred percent. I mean, I mean, the look at the Dolphins. They started one and seven, and they end up nine and eight. So you, you can't tell me that that's you know that's true. I mean, you you kind of uh, like if, if you uh, if you're not one of them top teams, you barely getting your bearings in four games. Like, nah, mm, I disagree with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, nah, I'm 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 with you there. I'm with you there. Um, listen, man, it's been real. Yeah. Uh, gonna close this thing out, man. And uh, if you got nothing else, man, I'm I'm good. <laughs> man, I need to go get some apple juice from the store downstairs, bro. I'm thirsty in the motherfucker. Yeah, let me let me get a bottle, bro. <laughs> 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 uh, nah, I got my water right here, bro. Uh, shout out to uh, I'm gonna say her name right without not giving out her government name. Shout out to the NFL chick, Rita yes. Hubbard. Shout out yes, to her yeah. uh, for dropping through, you know, bought, bought the energy and all that good stuff. We appreciate that. Uh, shout out to uh, Walt Dog 1234 and uh, yes, Chief Rock of Jersey Vern in the uh, Facebook live chat, YouTube live chat. Appreciate all the viewership. Appreciate the listenership. Uh, make sure y'all uh, check out this episode wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, check us out on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. You can follow us on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, make sure y'all click the like button on the Facebook page. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if you got questions or comments about the show, just hit us up on the email at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. So, and and here go Walt Dog again. Uh, you're right about that, man. The Ravens do need a veteran wide receiver. That's the second thing I'll agree with you on. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, bro. Appreciate uh, everything you do with this podcast, brother. All right, bro. No doubt, no doubt. Y'all have a good week, and uh, we'll be back with another one. Peace, folks. Have a good night. Bye.